good evening. Welcome back to the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Traveling Inside Out on any podcast platform you feel like. And if you could rate it on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or on IMDb, it would really help me a lot to be seen or yeah, noticed by other listeners like you. Thank you. And here we are, season four. We made it, guys, season four. Can you imagine that I, st- I started this podcast more than three years ago and still happening? I had a break um, and I'm back now to tell you stories about my trip in Romania and whatever else is going to happen meanwhile. And last time I was telling you about Romania by train, so I was telling you the story about taking a night train. Oh, I have a lot more stories. But because it's kind of the freshest that happened, I will now tell you the story about coming from Romania back to Iceland, which was insane. Um, So first and foremost, there's no direct flight. And since there's no direct flight, I had to change the plane somewhere. And I didn't want to change the plane somewhere where I had to stay overnight. I still wanted to be somewhere where I can still go in the same day. And this time, for reasons that you're going to find out better in the next episodes, I had to take the plane from Bucharest, which I think within itself was a horrible decision. Uh, So... I was for sure uh, settled that I'm going to take the plane from Bucharest. I was in Braila where my mom lives. And for whoever doesn't know Romania, Braila is a little bit more in the east of the country. And it's somewhere like three hours by train, three, four hours by train to Bucharest. So, of course that deciding to take the plane from Bucharest, I decided to take a mini bus, or like a bus, it wasn't mini at all, a bus from Braila directly to the airport, which is something that a lot of people do. Um, So that was my plan, right? So that was the first plan. Okay, I'm gonna go from Bucharest and I'm gonna take the bus that is like three, four hours uh, directly to the airport. I kept trying to find all sorts of different ways to go back to Iceland. And unfortunately, the only one that I found that it was kind of the cheapest was to take Wieser from Bucharest to Milano-Bergamo and then change the airport to Milano-Malpensa. And whoever knows how far they are, they are like two hours away. Um, And then from there to get, of course, Uh, into the plane that will take me back to Iceland. The plane, the first plane would leave early in the morning around 7 a.m. So because of that, I had to take the bus at midnight. So uh, I checked, of course, all the forms that I had to fill in because I was transiting Italy and because they kept changing the things in Iceland. They kept changing and changing and changing again how uh, to go about getting your test. Do you e- so the thing is that which annoys the crap out of me is right now it doesn't even matter if you're vaccinated anymore 
uh, you still need to provide a freaking test. But more about that later in uh, my uh, story. So, long story short, I'm going to make it long, don't you worry. Um, I had to take the bus at midnight from my mom's city. I had to be, like, I was on the road. We arrived at the airport in, like, three hours, three, around 3.30-ish, 3.20, 3.30, something like that. And I didn't manage to sleep on the bus at all. I was sleeping. I slept a little bit in the afternoon, but, like, one hour. So I was awake since, like, I think 5 p.m. Romanian local time. I left... I arrived in airport and it was such a huge chaos. People were queuing to see the board, the freaking board where it's showing you where to check in. And the problem was that when you get into Italy, you have to have the proof of vaccination and you also need to have the proof of um, a form that you need to form online and they're going to give you whatever they're going to fucking give you. In Europe, they decided to have a color code depending on how the cases are in each country. And at the time, Romania was green, Italy was red, and Iceland was dark red, which normally when you go from uh, best to worst, you don't need to show so much proof. Again, I am vaccinated with Pfizer. I talked about it in a previous uh, episode on the podcast. And I didn't have any tests done because I, know, I knew for a fact that I don't need any. I didn't need for Italy and I didn't need for Iceland. It was saying that if you live in Iceland, you need to get uh, tested in the first 48 hours after you arrive. Didn't say anything about getting tested beforehand. So... I get to Bucharest, I wait for like, again, the, the plane was leaving at 7 a.m., 7 and 5 minutes or 7 and 15 minutes or something like that. And we waited until 4.40-ish to see which one is our gate. There was a lot of people, but like insane, like person close to person to like, it was like so packed that I haven't seen it so packed in forever, basically. And of course, the problem was that I see, even though I didn't have a luggage to check in, I had to go by uh, the check-in office because they had to check my papers. So I ran as fast as I can to the gate and I, oh, to the gate, <laughs> no, not gate, to the check-in office. And uh, just so you understand, we waited 20 minutes and I'm not overreacting saying 20 minutes. And, and I was like the fourth or like, I, I, I think they were tops 10 people in front of me. And there was like a long, long, long queue behind me. And the problem was that someone in front of me, they paid for luggage with a travel agency, but Wizer didn't see that in their system. And instead of like dealing with them or being like, okay, fine, they were we were stuck for like 30 minutes in such a way that uh, there were two people checking uh, people in, but then one of the guys left, police came, he, they, that man never came back. 
So it was just one person needing to check in every single, and it was a full plane of like over 200, I'm guessing, passengers. And it was like people were confused. Why are you asking me for a form? You didn't ask for a form last time. Uh, it, it was just insane. And the problem was that there was a long queue everywhere, everywhere. So after 20 minutes, kind of starting to panic, like what the hell, somebody saying that they missed the plane uh, the day before, especially because it was so poorly organized. And the problem was that it was just one person to check in. And also, they only opened the freaking check-in thing two hours before. If you know that there's a whole fucking plane that you have to check in, and nobody can go directly to the gate, that they all have to, like, I don't know. You make it better. You open more offices. You bring more people. You give more hours, like something, because this is insane. Then the security, to go through security, that was an even longer queue. So I have to be honest and say that I kind of cut, I didn't cut the queue completely in the front, but kind of in the middle. And I tried to be smart about it, but if anyone would have told me like, hey lady, what you're doing? Go in the back. I would have, but nobody told me anything, so I kept going. And at the same time, there was an older man and lady that I heard them talking since we were waiting for like one hour, uh, more than one hour, to see where the check-in desk is. They were going visiting their uh, children in uh, Italy, and they didn't know anything regarding like how to scan their ticket, scan their ticket to get through security and so on. So we stayed in that line. We finally managed to get through security um, with no problems, I would say. But then the biggest queue that I've ever seen ever, and there's not. There was nothing, like they were just person, close to person, close to person, close to person, close to person. Like there was nobody, uh, at least to have like a chain. You know how it is in the airports where you have those lines that they go back and forth, back and forth, like nothing like that. There was just like, I think there were 2,000 people in front of me and I was like, oh God. And the people working at the airport, there was nobody there to kind of, kind of at least to tell us how to stay in a sort of a line. There was someone yelling at us from far, far, far away, you need to go in the back, and that's it. It was so poorly managed that I wish the person who was working in Bucharest airport would never make a, a plane on time, ever, ever, ever. That's what I wish on them. It was so bad, so stressful. I think I walked like one kilometer. That's how long the queue was. And it wasn't just one person. There were like five people at, at the same time. So uh, there were at least 2,000 people in front of me. And of course, because Romania is not in Schengen, they have to check the, pa the passports or your ID. So that's why it took a little bit longer. I was still with those people behind me. Uh, I was uh, trying to, you know, to be positive, but I was like, fuck, I, I might miss the plane, and if I'm gonna miss the plane, I'm gonna, like, fuck them up. I was prepared to sue fucking Wizard, like, or then the airport, I was like, ah, ah. But we finally managed, and of course, as life goes, uh, we were, our gate was at the other side of the airport, so go, 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 go. I was still with uh, the man and the woman with me. 
And I had needed to go to the toilet, and I'm like, no, I'm going to go first with them at the gate to know that they arrived at the gate and everything is fine. And then I'm going to go back and find the toilet for me and so on, which I've done. But this was one of the most stressful one hour and a half, I think, because there were people that were saying that this is insane, you cannot do this, da-da-da. And everybody was very frustrated, and I understand. But I don't understand why there was just one person checking in on the entire fucking plane. Like, that's insane. Like, that's not, that's not a thing. And why there were not so, like, more, I don't know. And apparently this is the way that it was. Like, that's how it was because it was summer and a lot of people were traveling. So, yeah, no, I don't recommend. I felt horrible. I hated it. And little I knew that my stress was not over. So as I said, I took the plane uh, from uh, Romania to Milano, Bergamo. And I knew that there's a direct uh, bus from uh, Bergamo to Malpensa uh, that goes like, I think, four times a day or something like that. And... I wanted to take that one. I didn't want to stop. In the beginning, I thought that maybe I'm going to stop in Milano because I had a lot of time. I arrived local time in Milano around 8.30, I think, p.m., and I would have the next plane at 4 p.m. So as you can imagine, that's a lot of hours. I could have, I could have uh, gone through the whole like, I could have gone through Milano and so on, but I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to. I was tired already because, again, I was traveling since midnight. And I didn't manage to sleep. I had a middle seat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't. And I just realized that I haven't been in a low cost until in a that kind of low cost uh, since, you know, I came uh, to Romania and I haven't been in a low cost like this for over like almost one year and a half. So it was it's so, yeah, ugh, I don't, it was just so crowded, so small. It felt almost claustrophobic, which I'm not. I don't have that problem, but this time it was. And I'm, again, I'm, uh, so I get through security again. They check my thing. I hate the fact that Italians don't talk English with me. I truly hate that. I'm sorry. I'm in an international fucking thing. Why are you speaking Italian to me? I hate that. And I'm thinking because they think that I'm Romanian and they think probably that I live there and they think that I should learn the language and or I'm imagining stuff. But I hate the fact, like, I cannot, it's, it's not okay for me to be working in a fucking airport and not speak English. That's just something that shouldn't happen. But uh, the guy looks at my uh, ID. He doesn't check anything else. I go, and I go directly to ask when is my next bus. And the next bus was 10.45. It was before 9 o'clock. I go in front of the um, um, airport, which, because literally in front of the airport, there was also a lot of bus stops. There was benches. So I stayed for that on that bench for like one hour and a half. And little by little, I see a person um, coming, and they were selling tickets, but everybody buying tickets from him was were paying cash. And I'm like, fuck, I don't have euros. I only have card, and I don't want to change euros for, like, what? Staying, 
you know, just a few hours in freaking Italy. I don't want that. So I go ahead and ask the person, and he was speaking in, in English to me, so I was happy. And he was telling me, where are you going? And I'm like, Milano Malpensa. And he's like, okay. And he's telling me 20 bucks, 20 euros. And I'm like, shit, that's a lot. Um, but okay, sure, I'm paying it. And then he says, I'm asking him if I can pay by card. And he's like, one moment. And then he calls someone, and then he comes back, and he's like, two minutes. So somebody else came from probably another company. I paid. He gave the money to the other person. And he gave me the ticket. Everything was fine. And that was actually the only time when I managed to sleep. Like I kind of dozed off because it was, we were stopping in Monza and I was like, oh my God, am I going to see the Formula One track? Oh my God. I didn't. We literally went through Monza to the city. And um, of course that, <laughs> of course that I have managed to, um, wake up when we were in Monza, but I dozed off a little bit, probably in like for one hour, I slept like 15 minutes and 15 minutes and something like that. Point is I make it to the other airport, which was less crowded, very airy, airy. But again, I arrived there way too early. It was around 12, close to one o'clock and my, my plane was leaving at four. So again, I didn't have, I wanted to go and check in. They told me it's too early. So I had to wait, and I waited and waited. I just, I ate a little bit, and I just looked. I found a place where I can stay in front of a window. And finally, the time comes to check in. And then the hell starts. Okay. So, first and foremost, I didn't understand. There was a big group, and I hate when big groups are staying in line, but not really. So you don't understand if they are part of the line or are they just a group. You know, when the people are staying with the back of the line, I'm considering you're not fucking staying in line. I'm sorry. Just because you're in that location, I don't give a fuck. So I went in front of them, and I was looking, to trying to understand which one, where is going to be the... Um, priority because I didn't have priority and where's the longer queue and I fucked up and I by I started being in line and by the time when I arrived literally in front of me to need to go to check in of course that I didn't see anything uh sorry I meant uh, there was the priority desk there and I say to the man, and I'm like, I don't have priority. I wanted to go the other way. And he's like, okay, come. And I give him my uh, certificate of vaccination and my ID. And then he ignores me, and I kid you not, for 15 minutes, he, wa he started calling someone. He started talking with he the other colleagues. And of course, they are speaking Italian. Until I get so frustrated, the people behind me were also frustrated. And I'm like, oh my God, now I'm like that person from earlier in the morning. But nobody's telling me anything. Like, what the fuck? What kind of customer service do you fucking have that you don't talk? Tell me what's the problem. Let's talk about it. Tell me what the issue is. Maybe the answer, I have the answer. Like, ask me anything. Just tell me something. Tell me what the fuck you're doing. And why are you so confused? 
So I get, I get frustrated like 15 minutes later and I ask the person that was also checking in and I'm like, sorry, what's happening? Like nobody's telling me anything. And he's telling me that I don't have uh, proof of testing. And they don't have, uh, I need the test done. And I was like, no, I don't need that if I live in Iceland. No, you do. It's like, no, when I, when I live in Iceland, I get a test when I arrive in the, four, in the first 48 hours. They were like, yeah. And then finally, the other guy, but I promise you, there was like 15 minutes at least that I spent in the guy in front of me ignoring me. So worst, 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 one of the worst customer experiences ever. And finally, he's telling me like, yeah, you don't have the test. Oh, no, he didn't say that I don't have the test. He just said to me that I will be fined. And I'm like, no, I won't. He's like, yeah, it says here that you're going to be fined uh, $1,000, 1,000 uh, euros. And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, I can show you. And I'm like, but who's going to find me? Is it your company? And he's like, no. Then I was like, okay, then I'm going to deal with them when I'm there. But I was like, but no, that's not, that's not the thing. He's like, I can show you. And I'm like, it doesn't matter anymore. So finally, he gives me the thing. The gate wasn't quite announced yet because I was very in the beginning of when it opened, right? So I go, I go through security. I go and buy uh, a bottle of um, wine and Prosecco, actually. And then I stay a little bit more to wait to see where the gate is. And I was like, okay, let me check online again on the website from uh, Iceland. And now I finally see, indeed, I truly don't know how, one day before leaving, so the day before, when I checked, and I've done, because you're supposed to fill in a form as well on the day. So one day before that, I couldn't see that information, and now it was there. So I don't know if it, I just didn't see it, or if it just happened to be announced after I checked. I don't know. But it was written there that if I don't present, if I live in Iceland and I don't present a test, I'm going to be fined 100,000 kronas, which is around 1,000 euros. Or if you don't live in Iceland, you're not going to be left, uh, let to go in the country. And that's when I panic. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's a lot of money. Like, that's insane amount of money. What? And then I'm thinking, wait. I'm in a very big airport. Maybe they do have testing. So then I, go, I try to go online again. But meanwhile, my gate was uh, announced. So I go uh, very fast to my gate, but there was nobody at the check-in like gate thing, desk. And I see someone else on uh, the other side that I think the, they were going to, I don't know where the hell they were going. And to Malta, I think. And I look, I go there and I ask the guy, and I'm like, sorry, I, I'm not with this plane and I'm not wanting anything. I just want to ask you if you know about the airport. Do you have uh, testing? Can I do a, a rapid test? And the guy is like, yeah, are you living with this plane? And I'm like, no, with the other one. And then I look there and then I see a person and I'm like, okay, let me go to that person and talk with them. So I talk with them and she's telling me it was one hour 
until the plane was leaving. And again, I was in the airport like three, uh, how many? More than, yeah, three, more than three hours before the plane was leaving. So now I was like one hour before the plane was leaving. And she's telling me, yes, but you have to go completely out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, so how do I do this? She's telling me where to go and how to go. And I need to remind you, by this time, I was already awake for like uh, almost, I think, 24 hours or something. So just so you understand, I was already awake for too much time. And I didn't drink water at all because, honestly, this is insane probably to say, but I hate the fact that water is not giving for free. It is in some airports, but not in all of them. So no water at all. And I had to rush through the airport, go completely out. So there was a door that I had to ring, 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 ring. And I thought that someone is going to come and help me out to, with a little car or something to rush me through the thing. Something. I don't know. Nothing. And I was scared, like I'm going completely out? Oh, fuck. What? But I did. I went there, I finally found the, the place where they are doing rapid tests, and then guess what? <laughs> of course, there was a queue, and I'm like, oh, shit. In front of me, there was a man and a, a woman. They were, they were talking in Italian. They were, I don't know if they were fighting or they were just being Italians, that they are speaking ta -la 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 -la. And <laughs> what do I do? What do you think I do? I'm like, oh, they might not speak English. I kept having in my mind voices telling me not to do what I had to do. So I was like, fuck your voices. I'm just going to ask them. So then I'm telling them, I'm like, I'm sorry. My plane leaves in one hour. And they're like, what? You? Okay. They called your name. Go in front. Go fast. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. So I go in the front, and then I talk with the people that were next in line, basically. And... Um, I tell them the same thing, like, sorry, my plane leaves in one hour. And I'm like, oh, go, go now. It doesn't matter. You go over the other people. It doesn't matter. They called your name. Go, 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 go. So then I go there, and I'm telling the guy, and the guy moves so fast. He gave me the paper, signed three times, leave the documents with me, go and take your test. They moved so fast. I was so impressed. I was so grateful. I also hate the person from the fucking, he kept me there for 15, 20 minutes instead of telling me, you don't have the test. You have to have the test. We can do the test. Go and do the test and then come back. How hard could have been for fuck's sake? How hard? That person is an idiot. 100%. I am so sorry I don't remember his name because I would have made an official complaint against him, like official, official. I just don't have his name. But I, I left a bad review for Louisiana anyway. They rushed me through. Uh, of course, that the, the nurse or the guy who was actually doing the testing to me, he was Romanian. <laughs> we were talking, and I asked him, so what now? Can I go back from where I came from, or do I need to go all the way back? And he's like, no, you need to go all the way back. So take the bottle by the neck. And start uh, running through the whole fucking airport all the way back, go again through security. And because I was already sweaty, they stopped me. They checked, uh, they stopped my luggage and they stopped me as well. Uh, 
then go. I didn't want to look at the clock. I was like, I'm not going to see what time is it. I just, I don't want to know. I'm just going to run as fast as I can and I'm going to see when I get there. And of course, I forgot to say, the gate was again in the, the other side of the airport. So run, 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 run. And luckily, they were boarding when I arrived. But luckily, we were in a part of the airport where you still need to go in the bus. And because they were following some COVID rules, there would be a, a few people in the bus. The bus would go. Then another bus would come, a few people in the bus. So because of that, it took a little longer to uh, board. And I had to go to the toilet, and I changed my undies, my socks, and my T-shirt because I was so sweaty. It was, like, really bad. And I made it to uh, on the plane. And the moment when I get, I was the first one, actually. Somehow I, I was in front of the door in such a way that I was the first one coming into the uh, plane from the buses that I had, like, you know with the buses, uh, with the bus that I was coming with. And I go straight to the stewardesses and, or cabin crew. And I'm asking them, I'm like, sorry, can I have a glass of water, please? And one of them takes me a bit aside and while the other one is still greeting people coming in. And she's like, yeah, of course, tell me what happened. And I'm like, she's like, and I was like, I just, I had to run to the whole airport and I'm a bit, out of breath, and I need a moment because, and I realized that time that I didn't freaking have any water for like since the morning before reaching the airport in Bucharest. I mean, yeah, when I reached the airport in Bucharest. And she was telling me, but do you have any other problems? So I'm like, no, 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 I'm healthy in rest. It's just now that I needed a moment. And she's like, tell me what's, what, where is your seat? And I'm telling her, and she was very nice and telling me, um, if you need anything at all, please let us know. You can call if you if you know. You can call above your head, all of that. I was really nice, and I tried to sleep. I didn't quite manage to sleep. And uh, when I kind of woke up, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna sleep. I asked to. I wanted to buy like a cup of tea. And when they came by my side, she was like, how are you feeling? So they remember that I was with a bit of problems, and also. Uh, on the freaking document, me arriving, it was written that I'm from United States. So for some reason, when they did the freaking paper for me on the test, it was written that I'm from United States. And I'm like, wait, what? No. <laughs> but it didn't matter. I arrived in Iceland. Again, I couldn't sleep. I was so confused. I think in total it has been, it, in total it have been 33 hours that I haven't slept. So I arrived in Iceland and I was like, if the person who needs to check my documents is not gonna check for the test, I'm gonna get so mad. So I said to them, if I can get a rapid test in the airport, and they said that I can't, and I do not wanna take a PCR test because usually I, I uh, have the gag reflex. And since I was so tired and all that, I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to freaking throw up. Like, no, thank you. I'm good. But before that, 
So I arrived and a lot of people were waiting for their luggage and I didn't, so I went kind of fast. And before you get, uh, because we were coming from a Schengen country, nobody's checking your documents, so we went kind of fast. However, uh, they had to check the barcode because you need to fill in a form. And I prepared the, f I prepared the barcode to show to the person. And the guy is asking me, like, the barcode. And I had the phone prepared, like I knew when I landed. I knew that I need to do this. By the time I got in front of the guy, he's looking at me and he's like, the barcode. And I'm like, what? And he's like, the barcode. And I look at him and I'm like, I don't understand. He's like, the barcode? And then I look on my phone and then I look at him and I'm like, oh, this one? <laughs> so he kind of laughs and I'm like, I don't, sorry, I don't, I haven't slept in I don't know how many hours. <laughs> So then I went, and then they checked for my test and vaccination, and I told her that I don't want to take a test. I don't want to take a test in the airport to schedule me another test to take in the city uh, because I wanted a rapid test. And the city bus left for uh, three minutes ago, basically, so I had to take a shuttle bus. And the shuttle bus waited for like I think 40 more minutes until they left. And I took the shuttle bus. I was so out of it that I just, I couldn't remember where the bus station is compared to where my house is. Like in my mind, I was trying to think, where do I live and where is that bus station? I couldn't remember. I also didn't know. Um, we passed through a city and that city was uh, just like the suburbs, basically, of Reykjavik. And I thought that we... I'm in a city in the south of the country. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't think that usually we go to this city. And just so you know, you cannot go through that city from the airport directly. You need to go through Reykjavik. It's like insane. And I just, I just couldn't remember stuff. And I just couldn't know. Like, I was so out of it. And I'm very grateful that a friend of mine waited for me in the bus stop to drive me back home because I truly didn't know how to get home. <laughs> I simply didn't know how to do it. Like, I'm not, I just didn't know. So I got home. I took a shot of tequila uh, for whoever is following me on Instagram, on Alina's Wonders. Um, they have seen the story that I just took a shot of tequila. I talked with my boyfriend and I went straight to sleep and I slept for 10 hours. But uh, yeah, that was a horrible experience that I don't wish it on anyone other than uh, the manager or whoever is in charge of the airport in um, Bucharest and the person who didn't know what the fuck to do with me in uh, the check-in in Milano Malpensa. So this was a longer episode, I know, uh, but stay tuned. I have way more stories to tell you, so, so many stories, because my American boyfriend visited me in Romania. So stay tuned for much, much more things to tell you. This concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com. Until next time, follow your dreams and stay true to yourself.